This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. All right, everyone. So welcome to Taboo Talk Time. My name is Dr. Eva Brown, and I will be hosting the show today. We have Lucia Gabriella, which is a beautiful, beautiful name. She is the founder of Nuna Holistic Retreat Center for Emotional and Sexual Healing. Yay! I love having you on today. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me today. Yes, I'm really happy to have you. She is a 2017 creator of the Conscious Relationships Uncoupling and Parenting Summit, which I've heard a lot about. Um, 2014 co-author of the In Pursuit of the Divine. 2013 number three best life coach in Long Island, New York, which is amazing. Hello. (laughs) We got a rock star here, guys. Uh, 2012 creator of the Liberating Inner Beauty Revelation. And she is just amazing, guys. I've seen her on Facebook. I've, I've followed her and I only bring the best of the best to you guys. So once again, welcome to the show, dear. And let's get started on our topic, which is exploring three principles of the art of conscious relating. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Um, from my experience, what I find is that to have a conscious relationship, uh, the first principle I would like to share with everyone is that the aspect of purging and shedding what is not serving you, what is not yours, your old stories, your old belief systems, uh, all the conditioning that we have, you know, that society has put upon us, all the baggage pretty much that we carry around that could be ours or it could not be ours. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Pretty much did, you know, really, really Persian at a deeper level. So when I talk about the three principles of conscious relating, of creating conscious relationship or reigniting the intimacy in that relationship, it's pretty much of a chemical process. As all of our viewers, uh, that they understand what a chemical process is, it's a process that really invites you to purge as much as you can to really, uh, rediscover, remember who you truly are at your core. Mm -hmm. Not what people tell you who you are, but actually who you are at your core. Yeah. So to find out more of who we are, we, we must start getting, you know, getting rid of all the things that are not serving us. And what I love about the work that we do is that it's not just a psychological uh, process of the limiting belief of working with the belief system, but also it's a somatic process, like working with the body, yeah. working with the body that it has so much memory and your DNA from your life and also from your parents and your ancestors. And even science is showing us that we carry baggage from our ancestors in our DNA level. So when we do somatic work, we invite people like the body to release the emotional trauma, the emotional, uh, you know, 
think that holding us back, uh, even those limiting beliefs that come from like decades and centuries and millenniums, right? Um, so yeah, so that's one of my favorite processes I like to dive deep into, mm. um, which is literally the purging process. Like I call it the clearing your canvas for love. So it's like clearing your canvas for creation, clearing your canvas for um, mastery. I love that. Favorite one. Yes, I know, right? That's amazing. So what I'm hearing you say is that multi-generationally, we have ingrained uh, trauma, guilt, whatever it is that w- our story recommends. And then and then that goes into like a multi-generational transmission process that gets stored in our bodies on a cellular level. And what you're saying is that you do a lot of somatic work with individuals, not just the mindset shift work, but also um, the body work that goes along with it, which I find so fascinating. My license actually restricts me from, you know, working with my clients or touching them in any different way. And of course, I would never touch them in a sexual way. Let's just be clear. But, you know, when you're when you're working in that capacity, it's almost that you have to have like another license to go along with it. So, for example, one of my my colleagues, Dr. Valerie, she's a therapist, but she's also a licensed massage therapist. She uses a little bit of somatic um, work in her practice. But I find that uh, people that don't have their license in, you know, somatic work or body work or even people that are doing it, people that are licensed are not getting that body work in with the client. And I just think it's so important to get that body work done because if you're, if you're addressing it at a mind level, but the body is still, you know, um, submerged in that storyline, even if the mind shift has been done, it really doesn't help as much as it could, you know? Yeah. So like in like, like 1936, Wilhelm Reich, who is actually the father of somatic therapy work. Um, and everybody who does somatic therapy work must know him. And for our viewers, he's pretty much explained clearly that therapy talk helps a lot. Um, That is not enough. Right. Because what, what, when we, our body, to me, our body is a portal of this fusion, this connection within our inner cosmos and outer cosmos, microcosmos, microcosmos. So is our, is our body a portal of creation, a portal of expansion, a portal of contraction? If a body is like really tight, like when I, we, we work with clients, especially yes. know, when we work with men, the yeah. chest is so tight. So they, tight. They think that, yeah, they think that it's like they're working out, they're getting strong, they're getting yeah. this muscle. But the body is so tight. It's like the, the heart is not opening. Like the energy of the body is not opening. Yeah. And sometimes we see that when we work with women who have been sexually abused or they have emotional trauma, they hip compress. And that's why a lot of women we have issues with. Um, menstruation we have issue with uh, ovaries we have issue with like you know just a feminine body like uh like organs and it's because our hip get like turn in like everything and when the body is literally as a as a massage step is myself and uh, working on this like when you work with the body when you see that the body is so tight uh we know in like in prana energy uh chi energy key energy all type of uh eastern medicine Mm-hmm. We talk about the meridians and the energy. So mm-hmm. if your body's tight, nothing is going to flow. No energy. And that's where all the sexual energy gets repressed too. So oh really, God. really I encourage everyone to really get a great somatic work done. I mean, massage is a great start, you know, opening the body. Uh, 
but unfortunately, um, so many, you know, I always, I always invite everyone to get great belly massages. And a lot of people, unfortunately, even therapists don't work with the belly or the core of the body because, you know, what happened is that that area had so many delicate organs, but also it have two nerves that they're sexual nerves. Mm-hmm. And these two sexual nerves, what happened is that they're located right in the area of the, the, the you know, the, I can, I have my chart. I can show it to you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I love to share this because people don't understand that it's so important to be educated when it comes to the anatomy of your body. Yeah. And if you can see right here, you know, as a massage therapist, we can work on a whole area of uh, of the belly, right, of the core. But mm-hmm. there are two major nerves that you can tell here that you'll be able to read it right here. The two major nerves, that sexual nerve, they're located right on the pelvic area right here. Like, and, and we can work that area. And unfortunately, and yeah, it's like you look at it and I tell you this. Like, one, where is it, dear? Where, where, point, it, point to me now because I can't see it. Is this one, what we call the genital branch of genital. Oh, it's all the way down by the bladder. It's right by the bladder. So it's, it's right here. It's literally right here. You know when you touch your, your belly right here and you touch it right here, it's right yeah. that pubic bone right here? Yeah. That is the area. And it, goes, and it goes across the whole bone. So legally, we can uh-huh. touch there because we're not touching any genitals. It's literally like a couple, you know, inches away from it. Exactly. But this is where the nerves are. And then when you look at these two nerves right here, right. The two nerves that they come from these nerves right here, the sexual nerves, and then go right into the genital. And wow, and unfortunately... What happened as massage therapists or somatic workers, uh, you know, when it comes to the legality, legalities of it that you were mentioning it. Yeah. And unfortunately, they don't want to work the belly because it's a very erotic place, right? Like very arousal. It's like moving the energy. But it's the area that needs the most work because if we can work the belly, you know, we're helping our clients to really move the energy, to open up their body, to open up the core. Because at a great massage therapist, if you have a back problem, you don't start working on the back. You work on the belly. That's the greatest uh, therapist that you have. They will work your belly. They will work it so much because it will open you up. And when your belly opens up, your whole body opens up. And a belly flow of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's so important. I invite people to look for a therapist that are really conscious about this and they're not shy and they're not like, um, they're not afraid of the client getting arousal, especially mm-hmm. for male, because now we're shaming male arousal. I when men they get aroused all the time and they don't even know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's like we shame our men so much because they're aroused. All. So oh, yeah, just, that's not good. Yeah. yeah, so we just open up that area of the body in the somatic work. We help them yeah. to really flow the energy, which is really fascinating. Uh, and and as a couples, what we teach these yeah. couples, the couples can help each other to even enhance the vitality in life and also the connection as the as, as individuals and as a you know couples and in intimacy also mm-hmm. because. A lot of the time we had men that they have issues with erectile dysfunction and all kind of issues. Mm-hmm. But when we know the anatomy of a body, when we know the anatomy, and we can work with those areas of, of the nerve and also with the, the draining of the lymphatic system, we're helping our men to really uh, open up more and connect with their partners at a deeper level. Yeah. So, 
And so many women now are in that masculine energy too, you know? Uh, So I'm finding that a lot of women in my practice are experiencing tightness in their chest, tightness in their stomach, tightness in their shoulders. Sometimes they walk in like this, you know, Lucia, and it's just, it's so important, you know, to get massage work, especially if you can get that somatic work done. I mean, that'd be ideal. Do you recommend that couples massage each other in that area? One of the things I love to do when I do couple therapy or couple events is like I I literally teach the couple how to incorporate massage into their life. And it's not something like a lot of massage therapists or people won't like to teach that to couple because they're going to be like, oh, running out of the business. But the core here is to help the individuals to have a principle and a fundamental understanding of how to work with their body. Because if their sexual life is not great in the bed, it's because their body's tight. When a woman can achieve orgasm, if her body's tight, it's not just about her body being tight because of physical labor or whatever, Mm. but also because her mindset again is somatic the mind and the body are connected so mm-hmm. if you have limitations in your mind you feel like you are not worthy not good enough that you're not pretty enough especially women we have a lot of issues in our belly women because a we lot. are heavy we have yes. you know, we gain 10 pounds or 20 pounds we have yes. stretch market we have kids we yes. have the saggy bag that we have when we yes. deliver baby <laughs> we have so much going on so much <laughs> that we have in there that it's just fascinating that when we bring that love that yeah. love and that attention to a body mm-hmm. uh and and when we do it for ourselves it's great but when we're doing it in, in in with our partners you know we usually always hear that our partners they love everything about us they love our body and we are the one that we literally put ourselves in the middle right Mm-hmm. Or sabotage yourself. So yeah. when we bring those kind of like practices in the relationship itself, mm-hmm. it just women learn how to touch the man. Men learn how to touch the woman in a very beautiful, divine way, which I call my divine touch practice. Mm-hmm. And also they've become very fully present. We can help them to teach the to learn. I teach them how to learn the energies. The energies of when they, the woman getting feared and you have to just touch an area that they may have some rejection of fear and then will help them to address that heart to heart. So it's really important to, to educate our couples and our community that somatic work, working with the body is so important and it will be such critical. And, and also it will bring so much joy and happiness in your life when you know how to work with it. I love this. I want you at my retreats. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> we do it. <laughs> so cool. I love it. I love it. So, so are, what are the three principles of somatic, you know, um, you know, that just going into the art of conscious relating? So we already touched one, which is the principle of purge and clearing your canvas for love. And the other one that I, you know, now that we go working with the body, because I feel like the body is our core for infinity, is is literally understanding the body. So that will be my second principle. It's like getting into the body, embodiment of yourself, like really get, getting to understand what you what your finger think, what your finger feels, what what they what emotions you have going on in every single part of your body, what emotions are happening within you that your body is telling you, or maybe you're not aware of, and but your body is telling you. Your body is like a whole big amplifier 
of what is actually happening within you. The body, you know, illness happen in a body, in a physical body, because we have not paid attention to the energetic body, to the emotional body, to the mindset body, and to the spiritual body, and to the present, the past, and the future, and all the multidimensional part of ourselves. So when we get sick, and we have pain, and we have aches, and then we have cancer, or whatever, it's because one of our bodies had not been addressed and the body is the amplifier, the big a speaker that would tell us this is happening here right now. Pay attention. So every time that you have pain, just just thank the universe that your body's telling you something. Just thank and be grateful for it and just take big breath in. So when we're talking about tuning in with your body, embodiment, breath, like tantric principles, you know Get back into your breathing. Mm. Breathe naturally and exhale as longer, longer, longer than you take that breath in. Yeah, that feels good. Yeah, just always go back in there. And then also make sound. You know, even in our intimacy, we are afraid to even make the sound, ah, 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 whatever. And we shut ourselves then. And what I love to teach is that a vocal cord are connected to a sexual organ. And as you can tell, those nerves are also connected. So when we look at the anatomy of a body, our two major sexual nerves are also connected into a pump, you know, the pulmonary system, like they're connected into the, 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 you know, the, what we call the rib cage. And, you know, when you make sound and when you move, yeah. and when you just move your body, it's all connected, all connected. And when you make sound, you know, when you make sound, different vowels and different consonants and different sounds activate different parts of yourself. Mm. And I would call mantras, and some people call it the mudras with the, you know, uh, mudras and mantras when people work on that level. But what I love to inspire people is to make, learn to make their own sound. What sounds right for you? What is authentic to you? Not what you just learn from other people and they tell you to do the OM and like all the other mantras, but actually what is authentic to you? Because what is authentic to you is the medicine to you. What is authentic to you is activate you deeper. What is authentic to you and that sound? What is, you know, some people could be like, First couple of months, they want to scream it out because they have something to release. And sometimes they go into a hum. And sometimes they go into like a mom, you know, like a sensual attic and mm, mm, delicious, mm-hmm. you know, sound. Mm-hmm. So when we incorporate breath, uh, uh, sound, and just even be funny and joyful and erotic, you know, we have a lot of couples in here, right? Yeah. It's like when you just even play juicy and, and fun with your partner and you just like make sounds and that, you know, that sensual talk and the whispering, it's, it helps you, help you to connect with your body and it helps you to connect with your sexuality. So that is the second element I would say, the single principle that I like to work on is like getting in your body. Love that. And, yeah. And once we have transcended or purge a lot you know i would say a good percentage of like whatever we baggage we have and we learn to tap into a body yeah, now yeah. the power is oh we learn now the third principle would be more into now we're learning more about who we are because when we open our energy what we're connecting with source energy we're connecting with our yeah. infinity 
we getting our channels, right? Like, I don't know, some of your audience um, talk about channeling, like the channel, the higher self, the channel, the master, whatever you believe on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you open your body. In a closed body, nothing can channel. Nothing will channel. And even if you channel something in a closed body, it's going to be a channel from a closed perspective. Remember that. Yeah. A channel that comes from a closed body is going to be a closed perspective. It's not an open, infinite, mm, delicious perspective. It's going to be closed. So we want to have that open body to be able to uh, tune in into our own inspiration, our own creativity, our own arousal, our own uh, orgasmic bliss. And from that level, we recognize who we are now because now we tune it into who we are. And from there, we also start feeling our body become the amplifier of our boundaries. Mm-hmm. When something feels good, a body tells us. When something feels not good, the body will be like, eh, no, I don't want this. I don't want it. I hate it. And we got to listen to that. So that, for me, is, is the, the, you know, the body is, is just, just a blessing, just a gift that we have. Yes, it is such a gift. And I'm, you know, I'm really tapping into all these things and really getting to my essence and feeling what it is and just opening up my own body right now. Um, after I went through my academic rigorous process, which is not as fun as I'd like to have been. <laughs> but um, there was lots of really great mind shift stuff. But there was a lot of things that were going on in the body for me throughout my academics that once I graduated, I had to realign to myself and really get back to my own feminine nature and get back to singing. You know, you were talking about um, what sounds you like to make, you know, and how it's connected from your sexual being all the way up to your throat chakra. And, you know, how much, you know, that allows you to just be fully expressive uh, during sexuality, and I find that when you show up in sexuality in life and sensuality with your partner or with yourself, that you're able to show up in life in a different way too. You know, you're able to really tap into that source energy, into your own source energy, and then it sort of like reflects out into the world in a in a much different way than it does as if you're in a closed body. So I just love everything that you're doing. Thank you for your for your presence in this world and for making a difference and for talking about things like this in couples' lives because couples need this. I needed it. You know, I needed I, I went through my own transformation. I'm sure you did also. I feel like we all have to go through our own transformations to be able to lead others and to be able to bring them to their, to whatever sacred space they need to go to, whatever that looks like. You know, like I was saying earlier, I used to sing all the time when I was a kid, I used to sing and I have a good voice and I loved it. And I stopped doing it because there was a lot of shame uh, surrounding it and a lot of not good, not feeling good enough that was surrounding that conversation for me. And since I opened up that energy energetically, I find that I want to sing all the time, Lucia. I'm like mm-hmm. wanting to sing. I'm like singing in my house. And I'm like thinking about getting a karaoke machine because I just want to play more. And I yeah. think that's really what it's about. It's about playing with yourself more, opening yourself up to play, whether it be singing, whether it be sensuality or sexuality with your partner, whether it be masturbation, whether it be massage, whether it be, you know, getting up in front of a thousand people and talking. like. Whatever it is for you, right? 
Mm -hmm. whatever it is for you. I think that's what she's inviting you to do. She's inviting you to tap into whatever that is for you. Right, yes, and and one of the things I learned from one of uh, um, a mentor of teaching uh, singing mentor was that you know your voice is a sound. It's one pretty much the first way that we communicate with people. So even when we baby, the first thing that we do is like, with the sound itself. We know you know what a child needs. If we are mothers, right? Like we know. Even if you're not mother, you know what a child needs. <laughs> like when they're making the sound. Exactly. Just, Sound is so important in our life, and I feel like, like you were mentioning, like also shame. I remember my, I, I love to sing, and I usually sometimes when I'm like that state, I sometimes I sing with my clients. I make my my songs, and sometimes my clients, even when I'm doing somatic work, they just they just feel like it's complete, like a session is complete for me when I'm making my sound, when I make my, when I bring that that into place. Yeah, because also. That yeah, I was shut down when I was I married. And my ex-husband, who is a, a musician, he told me like, "Oh, you, your voice sucks," and yeah. and and that shut me down. I was like, "Oh my god, he's an expert." And the voice mentor was like, "Screw him. He was no, he has no idea what singing is about because you don't sing just with your vocal. You sing with your whole body. So yeah. a lot of times." When we do singing, like we incorporate a lot of singing and sound, we invite people to sing from their toes. Sing from your toes. Like, what are you singing from your toes? Sing from your belly. If you, you know, we want to address more of sexuality, sing from your vagina. Yeah. Sing from your penis. Sing from your ass. You know, sing from all the areas of your body that you never have thought of. That's so cool. I'm totally going to experiment with that. Yeah, it's fun. It is it's fun. It's really interesting and it really brings you to a different level of understanding and connecting and communicating with your body because your, your body will talk to you. And when you start listening to your body, the beauty of this work is that when you listen to your body and more in tune, you become more confident, but also you learn to listen to other people's body. Yeah. When you're in a relationship and you are with your partner holding hands, you can read if your partner is afraid of something, your partner is holding something, holding back. If your partner does not want to communicate something, is afraid to tell you something. You can read because of the body, because you have learned so much in the master of your body. That's why, like, my partner was like, I cannot, you know, like, something, even my daughter, my partner, they're like, we cannot hide from Lucia because <laughs> they cannot lie. They cannot hide anything. They cannot suppress because I tap into their body and I'm like, Something's going on here. What is actually happening? <laughs> I know it sounds like uh, you're, um, you know, you're my, you're married to my husband too, because that's exactly how I am as well. It's so, it's so funny, you know. We always get into that space where, when you start to tap into that energy, and you know what's going on in the body and in the mind, and you're just in that space for yourself. You, you know, when someone's blocking. Yeah, it's yeah. just that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today, dear. You're very welcome. With pleasure. Yes, it's awesome. I love everything. I love how you brought the chart out and you charted the nerves and everything for people. I thought that that was spectacular. And for those of you guys that are listening and you absolutely want to hang out with her more, uh, you can go to luciagabriella.com. And I'm going to have everything um, in the show notes for you, any new links, any giveaways, anything that she's going to be doing. She is going to be, it's going to be in the show notes. So make sure to check out the show notes. And Lucia, it's been an honor to have you on here today. 
and to tap in and drop into your heart space. And, and I can tell that you're very passionate about what you do. So thank you. Appreciate you so much. Super amazing. So guys, uh, make sure to check out www.relationshiprevolutionaries.com um, and take a look at the top three relationship killers and how to prevent them. We also have our new online couples communication and intimacy e-course program that I just launched. And I'd love to have you guys come on and be a part of the program. You know, just like with Lucia's work, it's important to also know how to communicate and really get into those micro skills in your relationship. And I do, uh, it's a four chapter program, so it's pretty extensive and we'd love to have you come check it out. Anyways, guys, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the Taboo Talk Time Movement. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun, free, and informative podcast. And of course, don't forget to share us with your friends. Visit TabooTalkTime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, private intensives, as well as her online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcast with you. See you next time.